Hello and welcome to episode four, I think, of the Cheerfully Made podcast. I um, I haven't talked very much about myself and, and what I do, but part of what I do is I'm the Etsy team captain for Ottawa. And um, what that means is that I'm basically like the the Etsy girl for the Ottawa area and people like me exist all over Canada. So every, I'm not, this is not a really great introduction, but (laughs) what I'm getting at is that I'm in the room right now in a hotel room in downtown (laughs) Toronto with two Etsy team captains from uh, Prince Edward Island. I'm taking advantage. We're at the Etsy team captain summit. This is our fifth year coming. Have you guys both been here five years, or you came for the fourth? This, this is year. my third year. This is your third. Oh, I just feel like it's been forever. I know. So I'm here with Kim Roach and Suzanne Scott. Suzanne is doing her nails right now, <laughs> so we're gonna talk to Kim first. <laughs> and Kim is a beautiful hand letterer, illustrator. Um, they both have really charming uh, East Coast accents and attitudes to, to match. Do yeah, you totally do. Yes, you do. Um, maybe we'll do another recording later after you've had a few. <laughs> They're quick to laugh at things. Um, and Kim Kim's website, if you want to get, actually, or in, your Instagram is just Kim Roach Design. Yep. With an S or no S? No, no S. No S. Okay, so I'll put that in the notes so you can follow her later. And then the website's the same, KimRoachDesign.com. Great. So um, I wanted to take this opportunity to talk to just a bunch of people from all over Canada who have different expertise. Kim um, is, as I said, a hand letterer and illustrator. Um, she obviously sells on Etsy as part of the, um, the being an Etsy team. I think all the team captains sell on Etsy. I think so. I hope so. I want them to. I started after, after I was like, oh, I better start selling something. Else. Um, and but she also wholesales, and she uh, do you do workshops or what? We're sort of getting to know each other because we've only really yeah. seen each other the few times that we are at the summit. But I feel like we're really good friends, anyways. Even though I do too. Oh, that's so um, nice. I don't really do anything else besides Etsy. I sell direct on my own website. Okay. Um, or some definite uh, workshops might be in the future at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you, so what did you go to school for? Um, I went to school for marketing and advertising. Oh, me too. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people who are entrepreneurs that sort of have that background. Yeah. Um, okay, so and then did you like, on what side of it? Were you on the creative side or was it like so more the business side? I went for the business side. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was in my course, um, we had that, one token creative course so that you yeah. could basically talk to your designer. Mm-hmm. And I really fell in love with that course the most of all. Okay. So I kind of was like mm-hmm. doing really over the top ad campaigns. You know, you do all these mock yes. campaigns and stuff and I would be like so over the top because I'd be so excited about That's it. That's amazing. Like, did, did you find, this is a total side note, but did you find it a little bit painful being in a program like that and watching some people who are just so horrible at it the campaigns that come come out of advertising school some of them are just well i mean like, like the world's worst well we're in not, not ours well no mine was clearly like the best, <laughs> best, right? like the best yeah. uh, i i really did struggle with a lot of the time and i struggled with the uh expectations that a lot of people had from the course mm. like um we had a, a really close friend that really thought that he was going to be the advertising director for the Toronto Raptors okay. when it finished. <laughs> and it was like community college. It's so. really good to think big, dream big, but Not yeah, really realistic. Good, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of a common theme for a lot of, a lot of these podcasts. As a creative person, are you somebody who like, 
do find I just had a conversation with my friend Melissa who has, is a graphic designer and um, she and I talked about actually I probably put words in her mouth because it's really more me but I feel like I have a lot of trouble working in partnerships because I'm mm-hmm. a creative person like uh, do you do you like working with other people? Now Suzanne is just open. <laughs> if you heard that, that was the mini fridge. <laughs> because after all, it's two thirty on a Sunday. <laughs> we'll talk to her. We'll talk to her later. Um, I well, do you work well with other people? I think I do. I hope I do. I mean, mm-hmm. I work with my sister quite often on a lot mm-hmm. of things. Like we tend to work together for. I mean, like, I've done her branding and, and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, but also we are just big dreamers together, so yeah. I hope that, like, we do kind of complement each other That's well. so, that's, a, yeah, that's so nice. We, I, and, well, and it's sort of like what we were talking about before. I find, like, it's like having a tribe. I, I like to have, like, a tribe and the right people who, like, inspire me, but at the end of the day, I'm still so A-type that I have trouble, like, working on one specific project I think together, creative, but, yeah. yeah, maybe. I think that's creative brain for sure. I, yeah. for the first little bit, didn't, like... It's not that I didn't want to work with other people, but I was kind of scared to because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're creative, so you have self-doubt, obviously. Yeah. That's, like, one of your number one things that I think yeah. comes with I think I just bought a person. crystal. It's in my purse right now. It's supposed to help me with the self-doubt. Yeah. Oh, do you later. <laughs> so we all need so really okay. I literally <laughs> bought it last week. <laughs> you know what? Do you have any crystals for self-doubt? What about... Was that, like, the first thing that they said? They were like, yes, we do. It's yes, we right do. Here. It's actually... Yeah, no. Can I, we just yeah. somehow cover ourselves? I know. know. Um, but, yeah, like, I, at the first, was really worried because, of course, you're always worried about your expectations on, the, on that end, mm-hmm. wondering if you're good enough. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to get to the point now where I'm starting to be a little bit better in those kind of things. That's so good. feeling a little bit more comfortable talking to other designers and stuff and doing yeah. collaborations, which actually yeah. is really exciting. Yeah. I really feel like this, like, Etsy Team Captains community has given me a lot of confidence in that area because I I feel like it's maybe one of the first times where there's no bad ideas. Like, and I also, like, because we're, what's really cool about it is that we're not competitive because, well, why would we be? But we're all doing our own thing. We're all doing our own thing and in totally different provinces and cities. So yeah. we can share so much without yeah. it. Be, I, I just feel like there's yeah. no guards there for me with it. And I'm not really... I don't know. I, maybe because there's like a just a certain level of like equality or people who like understand yeah, so I mean, many different facets of what we do. I don't really know where I'm going with any of this. A, can I chime in now? Yeah, I, Suzanne's here now. I'm, uh, I finished my nails, and so far people only know that She's I had, like to do my nails and drink wine. But there's more to me. I hope. So Suzette, let me just introduce you. So you recently, you're a potter, mm-hmm. and you're called the Potter's Daughter, which is the cutest name it's ever. It's, is it at the Potter's Daughter on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll share all that stuff in the episode notes as well. And then, and you also recently just um, bought your family's, um, the Village Pottery, Village Pottery? Yes. In PEI. On PEI. Uh, yeah, yeah, in Little New London. Yeah. Anyway, so that you can sit, we can talk more about you and your life story but what were you going to say I just wanted to tell um, let people know that you were more than just yeah, like nails and you. wine <laughs> uh, I guess what I was thinking um, when we were talking about like how we get together each year and inspire each other but yeah like you can kind of hear stories of what's happening in other places mm-hmm. and then I always kind of like with the spin like the PEI spin to it and think okay yeah. how could we bring that to yeah. the island and how could our how do I translate that or whatever. So yeah, yeah. That's really and cool. that's kind of what I mean too but like I love working with 
you guys because it's so like mutually beneficial whereas I think sometimes a lot of and this is probably all like maybe I need therapy session but I feel like (laughs) I always think that I have like the best idea (laughs) and so when it comes to working on the same like you know I've thought about bringing in partners with the shop or the shows and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I just have so much trouble doing it because I feel like I'm just the boss in those realms but Mm -hmm. but here I don't feel like I'm the boss of of it I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Definitely and you guys are like, yeah, because you're not. Oh, yeah. yeah. We usually oh, yeah. think they're pretty fired up. Oh, like they were people of... crying last year. Oh, my year. God. Like happy tears. I was like, definitely one of those people. Were you? Like, oh, Good for you. I'm such a crier, though. Like, you... it's really not a shock yeah. to me Does anymore. This... Just embrace it now. Does yeah. this happen to So how do you keep the momentum? Because what, what happens with me is I get all fired up and I get all excited. Like, I did the same with Melissa. Melissa and I are going to be flipping the Airstream. This this summer That's and so, so yeah I know sorry you guys oh. jealous oh, yeah. Yeah. anyway <laughs> I feel like I should not bring it up because I feel like there's a, probably a few Etsy people who are like why'd she get the airstream <laughs> by the way I did not get it for free <laughs> right place I just, I just expect like a PEI road trip right place to right time for sure everybody get yeah yeah okay. lifetime <laughs> membership to the airstream. <laughs> Um, it's like, you know, so we're, for instance, we're talking about like, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to we're gonna get like all these sponsors and we're going to film it. And then I leave and as soon as I'm away from her, I'm just like, oh, it just hits the back burner. And, sa- yeah. and same with, Etsy. like I get excited about it and I feel like I want to integrate all these new ideas and like maybe this year I'll get sponsors and like I come away with all these great ideas on how to do that. And then as soon as I'm away from everybody, I lose momentum. Yeah. So that happens, does that happen to you? That happens to me too. Yeah. I would love to look back at my notes from last year and see what I had written because yeah. I'm sure there were some big like exclamations. And oh, I and did like, that. I should have brought it. I, I did look yeah. through the list of stuff. Um, I was doing a very needed purge in my studio and I was looking through the, the thing. And did we do any of the things? I think we did. Okay. I mean, I think we always want to come back with more workshops and more courses, yes. but they just like the unfortunate timing of the Etsy Captain Summit is that it rolls into our tourism season. Yeah. So yeah. literally we're just kind of getting things going and then tourism season hits and then like, I mean. Mm-hmm. Then you need a break. Yeah. It's impossible. I know. I yeah. feel the same way. Like I, I'm here and I'm not distracted. Excited. I can focus. As soon as I get home, it'll be back to everything. Like I've got two yeah. shows. I've got the store. I've got the kids. Yeah. I've got everything. You know, and so I, I wish I could carve out Remember more time. Remember the yeah. last, or the sorry, the first year I think it was the first maybe second year where they had these like monthly benchmarks that we had to like complete Ugh. certain things and Did yeah like, I'm like was that good or bad like I'm trying to think whether that's something that I think well, like, maybe on a different level it would be good I don't I feel like that was helpful for people who had never done, done a show before like here's what you should be doing by now True. but so so maybe this is a cool thing like mm-hmm. so I want to go back to your like how you um you know, translated. I know you. This is a side hustle for you, yeah. Um, as it is for most people, mm-hmm. like it's. I have yeah. always had a plan A, B, or C, and C, so that you know, a million ways to make the ends meet. But, um, like, how do you, um, especially with the distractions of a full time job, mm-hmm. how do you? motivate yourself or like keep yourself in check I know before we showed up you were like trying to make yourself I saw you on Instagram trying to do some work but trying to but instead you were posting it to Instagram (laughs) (laughs) nice pictures of your laptop but that's a big part of doing your job too right being being on social media and you know like you always want to show the behind the scenes because I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the one thing that people want the most yeah for sure so do you have a schedule like how do you make yourself work or are you um 
I have tried to do it with schedules before. Um, there's things that I know after doing this for so long. Like I know, for instance, like Monday nights, I do not design because usually I go pretty hardcore on Saturday, Sundays. Mm-hmm. So Monday nights are like kind of impossible for me to do anything. Like even if I try to hand letter anything, it usually doesn't work out on Monday nights. Really? Yeah. I just know that that's just not the way it works for me. Mm-hmm. So now I tend to try and spend that time with my husband and our puppies. Yeah. Because that's just seems like the most logical yeah. sense, right? Mm-hmm. Just to veg totally. out on Mondays. And <clears throat> I mean, no one likes Mondays anyway. So yeah. let's just, might as well veg out and yeah. you know, take some time. Yeah. Um, I have learned that I need to set myself many goals. That's mm-hmm. how I keep okay. things going. Um, I haven't been really great at it before. It kind of, with creativity stuff, I find stuff comes and goes and you kind of just have to go with it when you can. Mm -hmm. But I have found that schedules work because I do really well with deadlines. So I give myself a deadline, I will get things done. Yeah. But if I don't and I just like, oh, I'll get it later, Mm -hmm. it won't work. So So for someone who like, I want to, I feel like maybe this is just going to be a bit of a loosey goosey episode, but like for somebody who's like, I want to be a creative, I want to be an Etsy seller. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. Or like, I want to be a handmaker um, to make it like an actual job for yourself. Mm -hmm. I know it's your side hustle, but I could see, I feel like you are at the level where it could also be your full time job. It could happen. Yeah. Like you're really up in the air, right? Yeah. you think about it, and of course, that's always like you're living the dream. But in reality, I feel also, like your employer is not listening to this. So. I hope not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it's really tough yeah, because full time jobs yeah. are they're a steady paycheck, and creatives don't have steady paychecks, and of we course. all know that. Yeah. Um, and you accept that because yeah. that's what you are when you are in the creative mm-hmm. field for that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, you were talking about Etsy. Well, and, I'm like, trying to make it... it. Okay, so in my mind, like. I think you also have to have the creative side of it too, but I think you have to have the persistence in the business side to mm-hmm. keep things going. Like being on Etsy takes time. And once you've realized that it can make it better. But if you are one of those people that are going to put your stuff up and leave them in the shop, yeah, you, you have to work at it. And totally. Just... Well, and do you think like, I, this might be an unpopular opinion. Like I don't, I mean, I make candles. I don't think of myself as an artist. You guys are more, I'm more of a maker. Like I, I feel like, the successful small handmade businesses are very balanced both sides like they're creative but they also have some business sense they you know they yeah Yeah. so like it's not for the starving artist it's not even for like I mean I don't know how you guys feel like for me I'm just not a purist in that like I want to make products that are saleable you know what I mean like Um, I, I don't know if the like, starving artist thing exists as much anymore as it mm, used to. I think mm. people realize that you do actually have to do the business stuff. You have to put the work in as much as we all hate it. Yeah. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, of course, we all get excited about the branding side of it because we're all marketing people. Yeah. Um, but in reality, like that business stuff, you have to do it. And if you don't yeah. do well, it, you fall apart. Yeah. Uh, so you think like, would it be fair to say that the most successful <clears throat> handmakers also I think ha- so. have that marketing side? Because I do tend to meet a lot of people yeah. who, yeah. I think you have, have gone to, to school have a for little bit of that side, don't you? Mm-hmm. 100%. I just wanted, yeah, I wanted to chime in because I just yeah. came from, like, the largest ceramic conference in North America oh, okay. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And there was, like, 6,500 people there. They're all ceramic wow. artists, you know. And most of them are students, and they're all learning, you know, sculptural, and they're they're having all these big, you know, dreams that they're going to be in, you know, exhibits and all yeah. this stuff. and. I hope I didn't crush too many people's dreams because I, I had to have some real talk with them and say, listen, like, you have to, like, 
Like, if you want to make a living at this. Yeah, it depends on your goals, I guess, too, right? Yeah, Yeah. it depends on your goals and what you want to achieve. But, like, I feel like they just, a lot of people I encountered didn't know Mm -hmm. enough about running a business and marketing and that, like, you should be more of a production Mm -hmm. potter than... Well, and I've noticed, I'd be curious to know how um, you, Suzanne, have, like, evolved your business or, like, your parents' Mm -hmm. business, too, like, that, or your family, not necessarily, I know you've been involved in it for many years, even before you were an owner, but... Like, I noticed you started uh, branching out into jewelry in the last couple of years and, like, mm-hmm. things like that. Are those – did you do that because those are items that can that you can sell or move more quickly or mm-hmm. are more adaptable to, like, shipping on Etsy? Because I <laughs> yeah. imagine, like, pottery – I know candles is not very much fun to ship. Yeah. I can't I imagine mean, pottery I, is much more fun. I started making jewelry quite a while ago, actually. Oh, did you? Like, it was when I couldn't center on the wheel. I don't know if you oh. ever tried to center on the wheel. Yeah, but it's I've never much, done this. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, it takes a lot of practice, and I started making pottery, like, you know, from as long as I can remember, you know, like, there's pictures of me five or six years old, just, like, hammering away with clay, and I think when I was, like, 15 or 16, I had this aha moment when I'm in a shop, and I had kind of given up on throwing pots, Mm -hmm. and I saw this necklace, and I realized it was made out of clay, and so I just thought, geez, like, I, I can make jewelry, too, out of clay. Yeah. And that's something that I was really into, you know, you're 15, 16, like, I'm going to yeah. make my own jewelry. So I remember coming home that day and saying to Mom, yeah, I'm going to can I start making jewelry? Yeah. And then that just started awesome. my little path. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's evolved for sure. I think the biggest evolution for Village Pottery has been with social media. Yeah. 100%. Like, every day in the shop, we're getting people now – holding up the phone saying I want this yeah. and it's something they saw on Instagram and it's just it's unbelievable my mom still can't believe that it That's happens awesome. you know well so, I think there's so really something to be like you guys well I don't know like you guys are in a in on a small island I mean you definitely have like a very concentrated like tourism mm-hmm. you know there's element. a season Lots, there's yeah, def- 100%. Yeah. Short, crazy season yeah can we just side note I'm actually super jealous of your lifestyle <laughs> Because I might, because like I don't know, I don't see you doing it the same way that Suzanne does it. But I feel like you just like work hard during the tourist season, and then you just like fuck off all all winter. And like you, every time I see you, you have a tan. It's a true story. I know, and you're not doing that, are you, Kim? Well, I'm trying to be responsible and like use my vacation days, right? stupid vacation days for work is what I end up doing all the time and I need to stop that you just stop that I know but it's I just like I actually think of you I don't think that's not for me like I don't it's not that it's not for me it's just like my lifestyle and like my responsibilities wouldn't necessarily allow me to do that Mm. to do that but I feel like I want to take like a tiny piece of whatever it is you're doing (laughs) and then hang out in the well or be like like sure but or like just like craft a life where I can like I like working hard. I think we all do. Like, mm-hmm. when I love being busy. I'm super productive when I'm busy. Oh, I'm not... Yeah. I have, like, major anxiety when I don't have a million things on my mm-hmm. list. Yeah. Um, but if if I had... Yeah, if I had Barbados on my list and yeah. do nothing in my... Like, I feel like yeah. that would be fine. Well, I don't I have know. to say, like, yeah, it is... It's amazing that I can do this, but I don't know if I could continue doing what I do without 
this little sure because you you're know what it's I mean? so because int- right now i feel i'm like at my most relaxed chill like you guys mm-hmm. are seeing me at like you you can probably tell like i am just i'm never like this like yeah maybe i need <laughs> to come know. during tour August season and see time. you running the shot yeah. august like I'm august is a have, different like, a story really okay great day. good yeah and it is and like two days off in august so you know okay that's fabulous because i am usually off in july and august but like back to the whole like work hard kind of thing and keep busy i think that that's a big component of being successful on Etsy or any of those kind of or yeah. like the creative mm-hmm. side of things I really think people need to understand that it is really hard work you, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it does take time and effort to do those things and then when you do them and you spend maybe longer than you want to mm-hmm. on a day working on your <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah then it is important to take the, like the downtime like that's super lucky that you get to do that so well I think and it's necessities too yeah like it's yeah. that's self-care right there yeah, right. Yeah, the, the nails, the wine, Barbados, all self, it all yeah. can fall into that. But um, I feel, yeah, it's like no mistake that they call it the side hustle, right? right. Like it's really, yeah. I, I, it's because well, we all have lots of experience having people apply. So I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but all team captains um, put on an Etsy Made in Canada show. Mm-hmm. That's how we. That's how it all started, was at the Mm. beginning. Yeah. So we all host shows, and we all get, you know, applicants and and stuff like that. And and I don't know about you guys, but I sometimes get, especially for the Etsy shows, because you put out other shows as well that aren't just Etsy shows, right? Well, it's like Etsi, Team PEI, three shows a year. Okay. And do you have to be an Etsy seller for all of your shows? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, I do some that are not, because I've been doing it before, and you didn't have to be an Etsy seller. But I get a lot of people being like, really hesitant to join Etsy or like, or not even hesitant to join, but have joined. And then just like, I never get found. Like I'm so, I haven't had a single sale. Like, da, da, da. and it's like what you said, it's, it's, it's the same as like it's me work. opening yeah. a shop and just being like, okay, I'm open. And just like not sitting there anything. waiting for people to come. Like you said, you've got to be, have the social media and you've got to really work it. And like, you have to work your Etsy shop. And I'm actually not even the best at working my Etsy shop um but I know some people either like I know (laughs) that there's like some really big sellers out there yeah um but I've really only started to kind of pay attention to it in the last year because I did get a lot of local sales I got a lot of wholesale local summer sales and now I'm like well it just makes sense to kind of keep trying to do it so I'm actually in the middle of trying to like work it it up a little bit um but it does take work and it takes constant daily work and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of analyzing things Mm -hmm. and and it's definitely not something you can just let sit. If you I let feel sit, like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I feel it's like so additionally, it's also it it also is takes time. Like you just can't, it it's does. not and it, it's just a matter of like literal time passing that you've had this. I, you mm-hmm. know, like to just mm-hmm. be more seasoned and mm-hmm. and you I've know, literally started scheduling it in my day to take a really? minute to take a look at it and see Good if anything you. needs to be done. Um, mm-hmm. And I find that I am most successful when I do that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, and it's also I feel like Etsy shops, Etsy shops are even if they're not your only, like you said, mm-hmm. you sell directly. I don't know if you have like a Shopify store or something like whatever it is, or whatever. But it's a good compliment. And as far as being mm-hmm. found online, it's just one more opportunity for people to find you online if they search your stuff. So okay, so I want to talk more about um, your business, Kim Roach Designs. Like, it's it's like tell me if I'm wrong too. I is it it's mostly hand lettered like prints and shirts and things like that. Like it's your hand lettering applied to work it's and then you do a lot of custom. Um I haven't done a lot of custom. I started doing a little bit of custom 
just this year to kind of test it to see how I would mm-hmm. do it. And I did have a lot of fun doing it, and it was kind of like a good little inspiration challenge. Like, normally I'm the one that's coming up with the ideas, so mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to have people say, do this for me. So yeah. that was a good thing. But it's mostly stationary um, with my hand lettering and illustrations on them, and that's okay. kind of the the bulk of it. Um, I did do a lot of prints and things, but I'm finding that I'm winding the prints down a little bit and focusing more on the stationery. Yes. Yeah. And um, I did clothing as well, but same thing. Clothing yeah, clothing is, is really hard. It's a really hard market to get into, mm-hmm. and it's very, um, you need to buy a lot in bulk in yeah. order to make it really benefit Absolutely. you. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm leaving that side for now. Mm-hmm. Um, just going to focus on the stationery side. And do you handle your own printing, or do you have, like, um, have I have a little printer now? that I was doing. Oh, that's but, good. Yeah, and I did, when I first started out, I was the believer that I had to do everything in my business Mm -hmm. like I had to do the printing I had to do the cutting I had to do the folding I had to do the screening I like Mm -hmm. I remember I was like spending so much time doing wedding invitations and literally folding every single invitation and then I realized that no one actually cared about that side of it when you're doing digital (laughs) like if you're doing letterpress that's obviously very important and that's part of it but if you're doing digital illustrations no one cares like just send that stuff out well and I I think some people don't realize (laughs) that you are allowed to do that on Etsy like and I and rules have gotten a little bit more lax I find yeah um but as long as you're totally their thing was really mostly about transparency that's something that comes yeah I mean I use a local printer yeah well sort of local close enough Nova Scotia to do all of my printing for me and Mm -hmm. um if I was doing screen printing stuff it was local right in my city um, and they were a great place to hire. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we made their, that made sure that they were ethical and they were great to their employees. And yeah, I mean, it's just common sense things like that, that you, that's just what makes you it. more sustainable and more, <laughs> uh, more like a real functioning business. If you know? I'm going to support someone, I want to put it into my own, my own city, right? Yeah. Like it just makes sense. Yeah. Well, and, and like focusing, this is another common theme that comes up in a lot of the conversations that we have is like just focusing on the things that you do really well. Mm-hmm. And then, and then giving like, yeah. just like, like I'm a really horrible bookkeeper. Yeah. So yeah. I have a bookkeeper. I learned about yeah. those, the, sending things away, like outsourcing the things that I don't like doing like the same, like I don't do my taxes. Mm-hmm. I send them out because yeah. I'm smart now to learn that that's not what I like spending my time. Every time I'd go to start doing it, I'd get anxiety and that just yeah. wouldn't work. And I just want to draw things. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. what I want to do with my business. I want to draw things and I want to do, you know, illustrations and lettering and I'm going to outsource everything else yeah. possible. <laughs> and your time is really valuable. It not really enough is. people. That's what frustrates me the most is when I, you know, people apply to a show, for instance, like let's say even two similar um, vendors, let's say they both make like this is a real scenario actually. <laughs> both make yeah. like wooden cutting boards, and mm-hmm. one of them is charging twenty bucks, and the other one's charging sixty, and they're pretty similar. But mm-hmm. one of those people is not valuing their time. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're not. It's just, and it's so it's frustrating for everybody else. Like we need to. I think that's really also what's cool about us communicating as craft show organizers, is like what are our standards for stuff mm-hmm. like that, and and like changing the rules for that. It's like this is not a show for you because we, you know, it's a, it's just a higher level and it's for people who get it and who uh, are thinking of this as a business. Because if you have your stuff on Etsy, then you are sort of thinking of yourself as a business. I have to admit, I was one of those people. I'm super guilty of undercharging and I was really, really lucky and got a pep talk from a great girl, um, Andrea, who owns Inkwell in Halifax. Oh, and she I love her. gave me an yeah. amazing pep talk to talk about how much to value my stuff at and That's to like so great. to bring it up because for a while I was selling prints for five dollars and like yeah. just being like, Oh, it's just it's it's a little it's print. Whatever, it's my home. But you know, yeah. she really did talk about how that hurts 
your other community members, how it really brings it down. And it was mm-hmm. really such a great chat. That, so uh, how did she bring that up to you? Like, was it awkward? Was no, it? No, she's so amazing because I kind of just mentioned I didn't really know what to charge for these. And she mm-hmm. was like, well, like your other people that like you're consistent with are charging like mm-hmm. 20 and $30 for what you're doing. So, you know, she literally mm-hmm. did say it actually hurts the community when people yeah, undercharge. It does. And I was like, yes. oh, I never yes. thought of that. Yeah, so, that's good. Um, and she's got a she's got a retail perspective. Yeah. Too. And a maker, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she's yeah, both. She's both. Yeah. yeah. So it was amazing. Yeah. I mean. That's really, you know what, and when you meet those, like, people in the community, like, I just get so excited to be able to build relationships with people who can actually help me and that I can mm-hmm. maybe help them too or at least pass that on to someone else, you know, um, because a lot of people, especially artists, are very, like, can be very protective of their, like, maybe not stuff like that, but of their, like, thoughts or sources. I don't know. Some of them are very close. You well, know? I think mm-hmm. the thing that I've been learning, cause I was, I used to be really scared also of sharing a lot of information. Yeah. And then I kind of realized that it doesn't matter if you tell someone what to do, if they don't apply those yeah. things and if they don't take their own spin on it, then they're, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. I could not agree with that more. Like I, it happens like we see a lot of copycats and, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I have a few in my community that I feel sometimes like I'll put something out there and then all of a sudden they're putting out the exact same thing or just picking up suppliers that I've just made relationships with. And like, Mm -hmm. I find I end up doing all this hard work with like these handmakers and convincing them to wholesale. And then all of a sudden, like a similar shop to mine who Mm -hmm. is anyway, I'm afraid because I feel like I am friends with these people, but I I don't know if they're not knowingly do it, but then I just think, you know what? Either I can tell them and give make it easy for them, or they'll mm-hmm. figure it out. And I just need to always be like a mm-hmm. step ahead. Yeah, and just focus. Yeah, on your I always business. think about that because, like, yeah. when I share, for instance, if like for if I'm talking about the shop, like if I share um, a product and then I tag the maker, it's like I want to do that for makers. That's mm-hmm. why I have this. Sure. You know, I want to share it with. The, but then at the same time, I'm like, fuck, somebody else is gonna know exactly where I got this now. And that same, I know, I know, I struggle with it so much. Of them to get the same things, you know. It's just well, I think what's hard is that I'm in like, I'm in more of a tourist area, and so Mm -hmm. like, for instance, like Ottawa shops don't think that we're competition, but really we do have the same shoppers because Ottawa people are driving to Elmont. Anyway, sorry to anybody who thinks I'm talking about them. When, when I but had it's okay. the, yeah. like, the retail no shop, feelings. I had a retail shop in, like, in one oh, of yeah. shops, which right. I loved. It was called The Makers. Oh. Um, but I really did love that part of it, and I loved it, but I never understood when people got the same things as you I in the store. Like, it didn't make sense to me that you would yeah. want to put your stuff so closely together in a different thing. Like, And I kind of, we talked yeah. about it a lot, me and my other business I try partner. to take it as a compliment, I guess. It's very common on PEI, though. It's like very it, common. It's yeah. crazy. Really? No. Oh, you within, know what? We need like, to educate. half hour, like, really? all the yeah. same shops. Well, that's it. The same that's as far away as I am from Ottawa. Anyway, um, but maybe this is, maybe what we need to do is educate makers. or so. Or. Yeah, be selective of Or the shop, it has to be yeah. on the shop's own, the onus of the shop say, like, what can you offer me exclusivity yes. within this distance? But then I also, yeah. the thing is like, I want makers to be successful. And so I want them to sell to lots of retailers. And if I help mm-hmm. them wholesale, I want them to wholesale as much as possible. I just don't want them to do it in my backyard, but yes. but I think whatever a way to yeah. do it so that you don't like, you don't duplicate <clears throat> everything. Like I'm super careful because our mm-hmm. Island is so small that 
certain places that I that carry my things don't carry the same things. Yeah. Or yes. like different lines. Yeah, right. like mm-hmm. or don't I share have, the same freaking image on your Instagram. Like, well, like pick a different product from yeah. the same maker. I don't care. Just don't use my image. Yeah. I'm really careful. Sorry. Like there's only I only have two stores in Charlotte and they're both by the same owner that have my stuff in it and there's a reason I've just turned mm-hmm. down everyone else because there's no point. It's too close around there and I You'll be more successful. It makes much more sense. And also that retailer will probably be more dedicated to selling your product. And I hate mm-hmm. when I go traveling mm-hmm. and I go into a row of stores and I see the same product Me four too. times in a row. I'm like, that's yeah. the same thing yeah. and I get discouraged and I probably don't want to buying that product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'd rather mm-hmm. it be a special find in a special mm-hmm. store. And not like a large yeah. So I'm going to ask, I, I haven't talked to you very much, mm-hmm. Suzanne, but I'm just going to, so where I want to finish up, not finish up, you can still continue to talk, but I just want to sort of full circle your, I'll just be your like journey. Coffee. Yeah. Is it coffee? And why <laughs> don't I have one? Off. Yeah. Let's get you. <laughs> it's not coffee. Um, it's good to have <laughs> um, so like has, has your business, I'm talking to Kim, has your business like grown in the last little while? Are you continuing to grow it? Like you don't need to, I don't want you to like say like I'm no. quitting my full-time job or anything like that, but <laughs> I'm what is, tomorrow. where no. do you see like what's the future for Kim Roach so, Design? What do you really want to do? This last past or this past year, I was really lucky to be selected as a resident company of our startup zone in Charlottetown. What? So it meant that I got really great mentoring about my business. That's amazing. So this last Did you get any year, money? Uh, no money, but like services to everything, like amazing. a lawyer, an accountant. <gasps> That's worth like, money. And like a group of amazing technical people that can tell you how to kind of yeah. run things. So I was really fortunate about that. So what it did, unfortunately, was, oh, two things now. Um, I got to... We can open um, my mini fridge later. <laughs> and because it's my side hustle, mm-hmm. I got to slow down for a year and just pull everything back and really analyze like my sales oh. and stuff and it was basically like the maker craft person's dream come true because I'm I so got to do jealous. that. I'm so jealous. So it really did make a lot of shiftings of like I shifted a lot with what I was selling and um as much as I was stressed cuz I didn't make as much money this year, I actually mm-hmm. am really grateful for it. Well, and you're probably poised yeah. to make more later, right? right? Yeah. Oh, this is so that is so inspiring to me because it makes me think like how can we put some tools together? Like, you know, I'm, I was talking to you earlier, yeah. and I'm non, my fit, my catchphrase for the year is passive income. And I've done nothing except for this, like, little podcast to start. And it's I'm not monetizing it. So, um, But, like, how great would it be if we could create a toolkit of all the mm-hmm. things that we know, like, I don't know, or even just, like, I don't know, just, just resources for people to not make the same mistakes that we've made or, like... I don't even really know where I'm getting at. But it's just like, what do you use for your accounting stuff? Or like, what are the basic things that I need to be doing? Or even a checklist of that. Like, we can't necessarily give everybody the information, but it's like, here's how to start. You should have all these things in place. I think it's great to have all yeah. of those things. I think you need to go your own path, too. Like, I yeah, love yeah, the yeah, fact. Yeah, you're right. No, no, I'm not saying it in a bad no, way. I, agree. I do think you do need. It's a great to have a checklist because if I would have had that, could have saved a lot of time to mm-hmm. go through all of those things. Um, and it's really great to have a mentor. So it would be like you're a mentor yes. to all of these businesses. And yeah. so that would be really amazing. I got really fortunate with the startup zone. I like, think that's amazing. Super, super Good fortunate. for you. Um, you applied for it or they found you? I did you, apply or? for it. Um, they were really putting a push out to female entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in our city because we have a lot of male entrepreneurs. Yeah. So that was one of the big Fuck pushes for it. No, I'm like, just kidding. <laughs> those boys. 
Um, but like, Suzanne just spit her coffee out. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, we gotta rock. We have to use every opportunity that we have. Well, it's like true. it would be a crazy. For, it would have been silly for me to not to, to turn course. that down. Like it just made Way sense. And as much as I hated and was so angry sometimes when I'd come home because I'd be so frustrated about the answer that I got for something or mm-hmm. that like someone would kind of you know, shatter my, my big dream of something and say, like, can you tell me how much you're actually making from that T-shirt? Because yeah. I don't yes. think you're making anything. Yeah. And then you they do challenge. the number and you find out that you're losing a dollar every time you sell one. Yeah. Like, it just... That is really hard. I, I live harsh. in fear of people asking me the hard questions. <laughs> I've never written a business plan. I have, like, five businesses. But the thing with it, though, like, I could just doesn't it just make you a little bit more competitive with it? Like, I'm, I'm as much as I'm a very big introvert... I'm also super competitive with myself too, yeah. though. So, like, for someone to tell me that I was losing a dollar, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna find out how I can fix it." Like, yeah. that just made it like kind of light your fire a little bit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And you know what? You totally need those those wake up calls. Like real talk. Yeah. And also, it's like I've been trying to like ask myself questions. Um, like, this is so stupid, but about two weeks ago, my sister was living with us last year as she like transitioned from moving from. Ottawa to Toronto and she was in between the job like her job placement and so she was living with us and she had created this like body care line because she's really into that stuff like all natural facial care and I was like you gotta do the Etsy show and so we like got her an Etsy shop and like all this stuff and then when she left she left like all these beautiful like apothecary bottles and they're sitting in my basement and I was like I'm gonna reinvent like she it just went defunct like she went back to her job and whatever mm-hmm. and then and I was like I'm going to use these bottles. I'm going to open like a body care line and I'm going to sell them in the store. And then, and then I went and spent like $250 on like fucking coconut oil and vitamin E and like essential oils online. And then, and I made all these things. Like I did, I'm, I am a doer for sure. Like I, I made all these things. I even like, um, like designed labels and got samples of the labels, like all in the matter of like a week or two. Mm-hmm. And then when the labels came in, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why do I want to do this? Yeah. Like, what is the end goal? It happens to What me is my problem? And so, yeah. totally. It's like I was like, why, why does my husband not say, like, what the fuck are you doing right now? You do not need to be wasting your time doing this. And would you like, listen, though? Just wondering. Like, I don't you, know. I mean, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But, yeah. it, but it was so, it was so crazy. It was almost like out of body when two weeks later, I'm looking at these... <laughs> Jars of like pink Himalayan salts, all beautiful. Like everything looks great. I should have just brought you some because I have everything's made. Yeah. I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and I was just like, like I don't even remember how we started, but you, but with the t-shirts, it's like yeah. why t-shirts? Yeah, why do I want? And I do it with my store too. I'm like, why do I have a retail store? It's so much freaking work. It's ego. It's just ego. <laughs> like I want people that I want to have a store and like, you know, whatever, a storefront or like, I don't know. Yeah. You want to have a fashion line. It's like, but do what you do well. And like, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't I have it. this really, well, I mean, I think it's me and my sister together. We have a really bad habit of getting ourselves fired up with new ideas. Yes. And then like. Really good ideas. Really though. good ideas. We, and like. We need to touch on um, some of the awesome things you've done with the Sleeping Meg Project. Maybe. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll just do yeah. another podcast with you in a few minutes. Okay. Because this is already at 40 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> We'll do a whole, okay, so that's good. Minutes. We'll do another, we're going to do another podcast so, after this with Suzanne, and we're going to talk about how to um, work really hard and then fuck the dog for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
part two coming <laughs> Just because I feel like I've been neglecting you anyways, and I would think you're funny, and I want you to have your own podcast. Okay. Um, so the sleeping bag project was my sister's idea, but I did help her with that part. So How did this start? Okay, so your sister is a photographer. Yes, Rachel Peters. Rachel Peters. She has an amazing feed as well. She's Rachel Peters on Facebook or on uh, Instagram? What I is am it? Rachel Peters. I am Rachel Peters. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll add that in the notes too. Um, She... My sister is a community person. She's got community passion, like, over, like, her heart's bursting. Yeah. And she, we found out a really frightening statistic that one in five children on PEI is cold in the winter. Like, oh, my they, God. There's a huge struggle for, like, poverty. And it's it's hidden poverty, too, right? Like, it's yeah. not, like, poverty that, you know, they're like, homeless the, on the yeah, street. They're like, in the public schools and they're, they're in, in the, the public families. schools. Yeah. They don't have electricity in their mm. apartments. They're they're missing the heat sources in their houses. Their parents are struggling. Aww. So um, my sister got Canadian Tire on board to help her out and uh, help us with sleeping bags for these people um, that we would fundraise a certain amount for the for the sleeping bags and our goal was like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. And we ended up raising thirty five thousand. Oh my god. How um, did you do that? Well just Just during, with hand lettering. Just hand lettering. <laughs> and, um you know, so, we, yeah. we just we talked no. about it a little bit. Yeah. Know, just, it, it was not hard work at all. Yeah. Um <laughs> We um, we did a lot of campaigning for sure about mm-hmm. it, and um, we just you know PEI is small, but it's got the biggest heart in the yeah. world. And once they find out that people are struggling really close to them, people yeah. are right there to help and that to jump amazing. in. And we got um, it was really cool because we you know we we had talked about we're a part of this organization that delivers on Christmas morning called Santa's Angels. Mm-hmm. And uh, they deliver, like, a box of food and some toys for the kids and Santa visits. So we each go house to house with the kids, on, like, and visit kids on Christmas morning. Did you do that this year? Yeah, we do it. Like, you this do... is the third year that oh, we've done it with our family. Amazing. Um, Rachel went one year, and then she came back to us and said, guys, we've we yeah. got to do this. So um, she took our whole family out. So this was our third That's year That's an amazing it. Christmas Day tradition. It's super amazing and um, very humbling. If you yeah. feel like you didn't get what you want for Christmas, then... You know, go hang out with Santa's Yeah, Angel's maybe crew. I need to sign my kids up for this. It time. was really amazing because there's things that I had no idea that were happening in the city. You know, like you'd go mm-hmm. in there and you'd find out that 15 teenagers were living with this one person who was trying to help all of these kids who, you know, unfortunately don't live with their parents anymore. So we got to tag along with them with the Sleeping Bag Project this year as well. So every kid that we visited ended up getting a sleeping bag as well. Oh, that's amazing. So it was really great. So... That kind of started our community fire a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, so at the last, at the Christmas market for Etsy this past year, our friend Snow gave Rachel an MVP trophy because she had it oh. in her like yeah. vintage stash. And yeah. we were like, oh my goodness, MVP. This is so exciting. So then we were like, <laughs> what if we called it the MVW, like Most Valuable Woman? Yeah. So now we're actually in the middle of a project right now called Most Valuable Woman of PEI. Aww. So what we're planning on doing is, is we actually put a call out for nominations for people that are doing amazing things in their community. And we're actually going to start highlighting these people on our island. Because people don't know what the amazing things that people are doing on yeah. our island right now. So That is so and and you're just doing this is not like any sort of no this no. is just to give back to your community we community. think that people don't really know what what like what people and what women do really mm-hmm. to to get by or like who's helping anybody like i want to know those secret stories about you mm-hmm. know 
these everyday heroes that we have in our island. So. I love I love that. Sometimes yeah. I worry that I don't do enough. Like I'm actually really grateful to have the Etsy show because we yeah. do give back um, every time we have a show. You know, mm-hmm. we've given like over I don't know over ninety thousand dollars or something in the last amazing five years. But but I still sometimes like. I guess, I don't know, sometimes, I feel like I should definitely be giving a little bit more because in the, when it comes to like the community, I give my time, but not that, I feel like that's amazing that you're doing that. Well, like I, I always try to find a way to monetize things and like, that's not the point, right? Like it's so, I am so ingrained as like a, as like I needing to make money as a self-employed person, but it's like. Well, I think we are too. I think that it's just that I don't know. I always see all these really amazing things happening in other yeah. communities, and I just wanted to think, why can't we? No, do them I think there? it's awesome. I think that's really. So I'm inspired by. We've that. got nominations for this first round, so what we're going to do is we're going to take those nominations and take a look through them, and we're going to pick like the top ones and make yeah. a decision from there. And then that person next month gets to nominate the next person, so that okay. we don't because we don't want to have the onus on. Like we don't want to yeah. own this, right? Like I yeah. want people to go in a circle sure. and and I'll, pass yeah. this along. And so we'll do little profiles on them. And, and then is there going to be... the deadline for the nomination. The deadline is actually today. Oh, amazing. For, for tonight. So, so um, is there like a website for it? Um, we just have an Instagram right now. So it's just MVPPEI. MVWPEI. MVWPEI on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I should check that out. So is there any... Like, what do those women get? Just just recognition? For, or is so there money involved? So we get the involved? trophy. We've got yeah. the, we got the trophy right. name changed to MVW. Yeah. And awesome. we're just going to pass the trophy along. We're getting a little sweet box made yeah. up for it. And then they get to, like, kind of keep it in their yeah. house and well, inspire them. And, and I then... think that there's a lot to be said for even even just, like, just being acknowledged just gives you such a boost, right? It's, like, a, little, it's a little, like, it's yeah. a push, right? We like, see you, we know, yeah. I'm hoping that, like, I mean, maybe people will think that it's crazy and maybe they'll think it's dumb, but I really want it to be, like, the spirit of it. And Nobody's going like, to think it's dumb. I have a big, like, dream that what I'm going to do with all of these these amazing profiles is that I'm going to make a little e-magazine with them or like a little book Ah. and then like it'll just be there. Yes. Then you can sell advertising. So (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) So like it won't be any work at all, right? Like it's like this is the way that I know Rachel and I tend to think is that, oh, it's just going to be easy. It's going to be like, we'll just fix this up in one night and it'll be all good. That's the only way to start because otherwise you'd be like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. This is not. And we'll just be making like, you know, um, like lotions and bath salts. Oh my God. So stupid. Um, well, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. I think that's great. Do you like, are you just, are you happy with the way that you're, um, I should probably wrap this up pretty soon, but, um, so final thoughts. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, are you like content with the way that your business is, is right now? Like, is this working for you? Do you want are you wanting to grow or like where do you see who doesn't want Kim to Roach? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Some people don't, and I think I like, well, oh, you're healthy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. I do yeah. want it to yeah. grow for sure. Like, I I would like to expand a little bit more. I'm, I, in what way? Like, do you want to like wholesale your stuff? Would you like to be working with like? Someone like I don't know if you brought back those teas that you lose a dollar on, like to work with them, <laughs> work with a clothing line, like clothing. Yeah. no, I think like I think I would like to I, grow it a little bit, maybe do a little bit wholesale, a little bit more wholesale, which mm-hmm. is a whole tricky and other subject altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like 
just have the time to do this business, but also have that balance yeah. of hanging with my husband. Yeah. Like, that's the Do you know what I think you dream. need to do? You know that really, really cute alphabet dress that you have? Mm-hmm. I want to see that, like, reinvented, but in your hand lettering. It's such oh, a signature. That would be so good. I know. I didn't even bring that this yeah, time. Okay. I already stole the image from your Instagram of it because oh, I'm going to use it as the cover for this podcast. <laughs> with your permission, of course. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I don't really know where we went with that. <laughs> we talked about lots of things. I just wanted to get to know you a little bit better and. Thank you for letting me um, drink coffee in your hotel room. <laughs> you guys have to share a room. I get my own room. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to go there I, because I want it to stay tidy. <laughs> I will bring the contest of my mini fridge. Thank you for Thank talking you. to me today, Kim. Thank you. I look forward to spending the next two days with you Woo-hoo. being creative. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.